Welcome to Rick Radio Community News, that's episode 22. I'm Mick Hanley. Later in the programme, Dylan Clayton talks with Keith O'Brien about his Cambridge Football Club's team treble successful season and about the second festival of football recently held in Ringsend Park. But first, joining me today... Joining me today on the Community News Desk is Jill Doyle of MPAS, uh, which is the National Performing Arts School. And uh, Jill, you're a director, uh, along with uh, Eamon uh, Farrell, going 29 years now. And, uh, of course, you have summer camps uh, on at the moment. Last week, you were here in Rick in Ringsend Irish and Community Centre. And this coming week, uh, you'll also be here with uh, a variety of children uh, up to the age of 18. Would that be right? That's right. Thanks for having me. Yes, we had a great week last week here. Camps were full of mega movie, dance, drama, musical theatre. Uh, it was a great week. It was a great success. And we have another week happening this week. So um, we're looking forward to meeting everyone. Brilliant. Just go through all those various parts that you mentioned there. Yeah, so we have like... A drama and make a movie camp is where you'd kind of, you know, work out a, you know, a warm up of drama and then we would make a movie where the young people get together and create a script, record the script, cast it and come up with a few ideas and then we show it back to them on the last day. And the talent out there is, oh my God, you know, they're they're just... This generation, I suppose, are used to making movies with TikTok and with... Snapchat and with everything, they're well able to, and, and you know, Instagram, Facebook, but they're so sharp at making short films that, like, it kind of is once you put them together, you get an idea. The, the creative, it just flows and they have a great time. So that's drama and make a movie. Dance, well, again, dance, we, we cover all kinds of hip hop and contemporary dance and a lot of choreography where the young people make up their own routines you know we might say to them what's your favorite song at the moment what do you want to do so we kind of hone in on the individual as well as a group piece at the end and then musical theater one of my favorites musical theater if you like musical theater and i love musicals uh we work on at the moment we're working on matilda which is a fabulous musical and six which was just in the board gosh which is oh my god it's broadway amazing musical and so they're working on that and then of course Joseph is coming to the board gosh and so in August our camps we'll have young people come to do musical theatre camp and then during that week in one of the matinees we go in and we look at Joseph and that's just an amazing experience for a young person if they've never seen you know if they're seven and they've Mm -hmm. never been to see a musical to see a professional musical on stage in somewhere as wonderful as board gosh is amazing and so then they would do a little piece from joseph we they rehearse all week and we show it to the parents at the end of the week so that's august coming up and yeah you were saying we're 29 years and this is the start of our 29 years oh my goodness 29 years long time long long time um in this area you know in barrow Street and the factory which we're hoping to get back to we're in here obviously we love working here with the studios here and we're in Lear um, over on Grand Canal Canal there so we have all our classes going and they're starting on the 24th September on Saturdays and open to everybody yeah very local indeed Jill I have to say just interesting that it's a summer camp last week this week coming up as well and you you go the whole year round as well so are these new people that are coming into it or are they actual 
people who have been with you? No, some years? some just love, you know, it's like their sport. So instead of doing a cooler camp or something, mm, they mm. want to come to us. So I think sometimes they bring a new friend in, which is great because they're introducing them to us. Or sometimes it's just the age group around the area. You know, you might get more interested kids of, you know, 7 to 11 or you just never know from camp to camp, but they're not always the students that are there all year round, which is great for us because we get to meet a whole lot of new students. That's what I mean. And we're yeah, always yeah, welcoming yeah. new students all the time, you know. And, uh, and I'm sure um, looking forward to your camps in August and in September as well, you're going to bring more people uh, on board with that. Tell us a little bit about, you know, the August one and the September one. Are they taking place here in Rings End. Yes, yeah, August is here, all right. That's the, the musical theatre, make a movie, drama. Um, and that's the, the going to see Joseph in, involved in the musical theatre one. That the both weeks in August, um the eighth of August and the fifteenth. Um I think probably forty kids. Mm. Um over the two different time, we've got a, a you know a morning slot from ten to one and a half to to five o'clock. So um, forty kids each week. We hope now there are some available spaces I was going to say still. That to user spaces. Yeah, so what, and what if anybody's interested, they can get in touch with Lorraine. Lorraine Barry Lorraine, here Lorraine Barry yeah, is yeah. looking after. Or you can send us an email here at rickradio2020 at gmail.com. That's RICC yeah, radio 2020 gmail.com and we'll pass it on yeah, to Yeah, so if you have a budding singer, dancer, actor at home who is interested and, you know, wants to do something, just get in touch. Get in touch with them. And cost-wise? Um, well, we can work all that out. Yeah. You know, there is yeah. a cost, but there is um, there are scholarships available as well. So okay, that's brilliant. It's brilliant not necessarily yeah. about the cost, it's yeah. about getting involved. And what really, do anyway. you find with the mix of the, 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 the mainly younger ones or do you get the older, maybe from 15, 16 up there? I, I don't, we don't get as many of the older ones at the moment. It's mostly the younger. 4 to 7, 7 yeah. to 11, 12 to 15. Um, you know, with the pandemic, a lot of the older students kind of stopped doing classes. So, you know, we still have a bit of work to try and get those Back. students back in you know mm-hmm. i mean i i i think they found other loves you know sport for sure came you know when you were all outdoors all outdoor yeah you know yeah, so yeah, there's a lot absolutely. of people playing yeah. you know gaa and tennis and all now and there so we'd love to get them all back but one of the uh good things about our school year next year is that we're putting on a show in the olympia theater so we haven't been there since 2019 and we're really looking forward to it. Now, we're about to devise the show all this summer, which will take a little bit of work, but it'll be a great opportunity. So all our classes from Rings End and from Lear are all involved in the show. And there's be four shows on in the Olympia Theatre next end of May. End of so May? That's really, next year? Yeah. Yeah, so really exciting. Yeah, for, really yeah, exciting. And we have kind of lead characters who can sing, and we have audition coming up. Mm. Auditions coming up in November, October, November, and then obviously there's a big commitment for the people who are playing leads. But all the classes will be put on mm. into the show and on in the theatre, and it's a big, huge undertaking as part from the schools. But it's the best fun, and that's what we're going to be doing next year. I'm just thinking when you mentioned the sport, a lot of them turned to sport during the, the pandemic. But like what you're doing with dance and drama and all that would certainly keep you fit, I think. 
Oh, it keeps them really fit. Everyone, like the the dance warm-ups can be an hour and then mm. dance choreography. So no, it's it's there's definitely a fitness level with what, you know, we we offer for sure. But just going into the next part is that you've set up is a, a kid's agency. So you have empath yeah. agency. And of course, that's to bring children into uh, film, TV, um, probably song as well, studios. Yeah, we ha- yeah. So the agency is also going twenty nine years, and we've represented an awful lot of young people. Um, and I suppose you know they they can be involved in things. This year, for example, we had eight students out on a film doing a hip hop dance. We had a couple of kids doing animation, their voices, which was very interesting, and the. The young people were only six and seven, and you want to see what they can kind of read and, and rehearse and do. Incredible. You know, we've had uh, Nova Farrelly has just finished a short film that was on the Galway Film Festival, and they've got great reviews for their short film. So the the agency is definitely a part of the school, you know, and it's if somebody is really wants to pursue the business, you know, and I always say it is all about look, you know, you can be lucky and it is a look that they're looking for. So not to be disappointed, you know, and some mm. some young people go through our school all the way up and don't ever get a part. And then they become actors and some actor young people <laughs> are, are actors when they're young and then they never act again. So it's it's all about, you know, timing and the, the Being look. in the right place the at the right time yeah. and that and, and positions becoming exactly. uh, available. Is it a tough industry? Very, very, very tough. Yeah. You at that level, it is, yeah, yeah. It really but what is. about at at the, the younger level? To me, it's it sounds like enjoyment. It sounds like fun. oh no, well our it school is like, more, you know, you know yeah. it has to be enjoyment. It's all about a fun. If you're not having fun, then we're not doing our job right. No, the industry is really hard, and it is tough on young people if they're out in the set. And part of the agency's job is to is to mind them, chaperone them, look at the hours they're working, you know, make sure they get the proper fees the proper residuals, all that kind of thing. But no, um, it's a fun school. Yeah, we're not, if, they're not having, if they're not skipping out the door, then we're not, then we're not doing our job right. But, a, but an opportunity to go further in your career along the line, if you yeah. choose that way. As if I you say, choose yeah. or you're luckier yeah. enough, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm sure you have plenty of people over those 29 years who've progressed to... Oh my goodness, you know, we have. Bigger, and the, bigger the, and better the, things. The brilliant thing is that we're constantly meeting not only actors and musicians and, you know, people who've made it in the business, but we're constantly meeting. And our favourite is meeting people who are, you know, they could be a nurse or a doctor or they could be, you know... uh, One guy was flying Ryanair when we got on one day and he said, hey, remember me? And we're going, oh, my God, Mario, you used to do hip-hop dancing with us. That's a bit of a change. You're you're a hip-hop dancer and now you're actually flying the plane? Okay. Um, But what our, our joy is meeting people who still have a love of the arts, whether it's gigs they go to or theatre or films that they they love and they have an appreciation of the arts. And really it's, you know, coming to our school has helped them do that. And they say to us, oh, our time at MPAS was amazing. We had a great time. Um, They love being in the Olympia and they have great fond memories. So, you know, as well as the people who've made it, you know, lots of actors and actresses. And we really love meeting the people who aren't in the business that just have a love 
of, of the business, yeah, of absolutely. performing arts, whatever yeah. they do, whether it's yeah. you know any shows that go to see. I'm sure, with you know, 29 years, as I said, a long time for Eamon and yourself. You probably have to keep up, but trends change during you know what happened 29 years ago. Our music and has changed kind of as you go along. Are you constantly reviewing that? And, we are yeah. absolutely, yeah. We want to keep fresh, and we go to London. We see the latest shows. We've been to the states, but not recently, obviously, mm, with everything. Yeah. We've been to the States and check out the new classes that they're doing kind of on Broadway with young performers. So, yeah, that would be very much part of of um, our... Yeah, I can hear the kids singing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, that's very much part of what we, you know, we, we like to keep it um, modern and fresh. And also all our teachers are, you know, some of them are trained by us and they go off and they do their degrees and all, and then they come back. And the teachers bring a lot of new ideas back in, you know, and we love that. That's it. Constantly changing as to say and evolving uh, yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, we, we're going to hopefully get the children into the studio for a proper session of singing uh, yeah, at some stage. And we know that the uh, Coming up in August and in September, you can contact us here, uh, contact Lorraine to us here at rickradio2020 at gmail.com for places on that, there's still places uh, available. For all year round, Jill, to, to, to join, you know, in pass uh, all year round, where do people go to? Well, you can go to our website, um, npas.ie, and all our classes are up there for booking now. Well, all, it's all live now. Brilliant. Jill, we wish you every success uh, coming up to 30 years, as they say. Oh. Good luck for the 29th. <laughs> uh, good luck with the forthcoming uh, summer camps, or the camps, I should say, in August and September. Uh, hopefully the summer, the sun is just joining in September, but we worry about that then. And uh, thanks a lot for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you very much for having me. That was fun. <laughs> Come and join us at our Retro Cafe open weekdays from 10 until 2 here in the community centre come and check out our Karen's culinary delights I'm here now with Keith O'Brien um, Cambridge one of the Cambridge managers from the under 14s under 15s this year under 14s last year from the under 15s next year's uh, Cambridge's team and uh, welcome Keith Thanks, Dale. And and you're here. We're here because we did say we'd get you in to have a chat about your treble winning season. Yeah, treble. Yeah. Amazing, amazing season this year. Um, just just for uh, to keep everything up. I'm no longer the manager. I've, I I I started up the team. But, yeah. Um, in the last at the start of this season, um, I I, I was put in contact with uh, Carl Nolan, who yeah. you may know yourself. And Carl and, and John Paul Whelan came came on board as the management team. Now I'm still heavily involved with the team. I'm still at every training session. I still help out and do yeah, whatever I can. Yeah. But m- most of the credit for this year's success has to go to the boys. I mean, myself and Anton McDonald and then Gip Brady was in for a while. Like, we laid the foundations and yeah. the lads just kicked on to another level this year. And, and they really brought the best out of the boys. Well, that's good. Now it's great. Your team always had a good structure now, yeah, in fairness. Yeah. Um, I remember helping you out a long time ago when they were on nines and tens. And they always had a good strength. But that's been down to you being there all the time. And you're, being, you're reliable. And I know 
more than anybody about what what every team down there needs. What every team successful team needs is a is a is a solid foundation, and you know you have given them that so, um, with your commitment and dedication, and the results came this year. Yeah. So was there yeah. any was there ever moments where it was looking like it wasn't going to be? No, the trouble? lads went. I think in total twenty nine games unbeaten this season. Jeez. Only game we lost was we played a. Played a team that was a year up and a couple of leagues up. We played them in a friendly. It was just one of them games. We batted them, even though they were a year up and a couple of leagues, a couple of leagues ahead. Yeah. Um, but the end of it was, I think we were being three, three one or something. But anyone that watched the game said the, the wrong team yeah. lost on the day. You know. But come here, that's football. You know yourself. But in all the actual competitions, the, the boys went unbeaten. Now we've a we've a huge squad. We've a squad of twenty one players. And trying to keep all them happy has been no small fee for 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 the, for the four of us that are involved. There's, there's Carl, obviously, who's the manager, John Paul, the coach, and Mark and myself, who are in the background helping out with wherever we can. But um, yeah, the, the whole every twenty one of them played their part this year. You know, it was it was it was a phenomenal season to go that many games unbeaten in three competitions. Um, won the league early on in went went. We, we had a game to possibly win the league on the 12th of December and then we didn't play again till mid to the end of February. Okay. And then the first game back was against the team in second place, which was Temple Oak, who were still in the hunt to win it. That was out there. That was out there. Exactly. You were at that game yeah, yourself, yeah, then. Yeah. Yourself and John came out. Yeah. But that was the game to win the league after not playing for, for two months. That's right. Yeah. Not, not playing a league game for two months, um, which was really tough on the boys. And we went down and... Yeah, he beat them well. He yeah, beat them well. I think you know, and uh, yeah, it was that. That's what kicked on, and then we went on a bit of a cup run. And in the middle of the, I just wanted, we we played uh, we played Temple Oak in the cup. We played Killing the Man in the cup. Two of the top six. These teams. are all these are all really good skill. Really good skill by sides, and and the teams that were challenging us for the league. So we beat them. Then we went. There was a bit. I was away on holidays. This this is this is. Horrible would have been horrible on the boys, and I really want to say I, I I've messaged them since the Castleknock. Um, our team there was a miscommunication from the the game was originally be played at ten thirty, and our lads turned up. Sorry, eleven thirty, and our lads turned up at eleven o'clock for an eleven thirty kickoff. But the game had been rearranged. The message was sent through to the club, never made it to the managers. It was just one of them things that happened, and they were awarded the game. Which was their right? We yeah. did technically we didn't show up, even though thing. But Castlenock agreed, and the league agreed, and to replay the game the following week with two days to go till this till the semi final. Okay. We played the semi final on the Sunday. Beat Castlenock. They were fantastic hosts, and they were so gracious when we did beat them. And uh, and for, for to have them, it, was, it showed true sportsmanship yeah. for them to, yeah. to let the game go ahead and let football be the winner. You know. Yeah. So we beat Castlenock out there. A scorching summer's day, and I think we beat them three one. Great goal from Billy and I think Brody and I can't remember the tour goal. Aaron, I think got my got a free kick. <coughs> we kicked on. We went. We played Cabinteely at home in the semi final, and then that set up um, a game against Bally Fairmount in the AOL Cup final today. Cup finals weekend, and we went down. We beat Bally Fairmount. If I'm not mistaken, three one in the final. And Very good. And in in the midst of all that, there was the the, the league because there there, there was um, only nine teams in our league. The league set up a shield for our league. It was a one off. Yeah, like yeah. You played no home and away. It's you're drawing either home or yeah, away. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we went and we played six games in that one. All six. Wow. And uh, 
yeah, that 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 seal of trouble. Very good, very good. And um, have you had much? Um, I, I presume you did, but um, sorry, just to recap on the uh, you said about the twenty-one players. Now I've got, I would have had inside knowledge um, up till about a year ago. Is that an amalgamation of a couple of teams now, or what? Ways? Well, how I ended up starting up the team. Um, Bob Alroy used to run it, run a team. I think we were under nines and too many players and he said to me I used to go down and give him a dig out him and Mark Hudson at the time and he, he kind of suggested to me Keith we need to start up another team would you be interested in starting it up so I, I said yeah I started it up on my own initially um, they like took my own lad and a load of other players and, and we went and there was two teams for a while then Anton McDonald came on board with me and we went for a few seasons, great little side, you know, it was, it was non-competitive, so there was no leagues as such at the time. We went on a little cup run and just barely got beaten in the semi-final of the cup. And yeah, we had a good little side and there was two teams going at that stage. And then the, the other team ended up fouling for one reason or another. So some of their players came to us and then some some players that were strong enough stepped up a year. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so that's how I've always been a big proponent of having a big squad. Yeah. I think, especially a schoolboy football, I think a big squad, you know, yourself, kids getting injured and kids getting sick and holidays and stuff, you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. You know, or even this year, even last year, like we, we've a squad of 2021,20, like it was still a game where we'd only two subs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? With kids yeah. away or kids yeah, not it's, it's unpredictable and, at times. Um, yeah, so it's, I think it's vital to have a big squad. Um, it's very hard to keep them all happy, you know, yourself. I think I think a big part of uh, again having a successful team, along with having a, uh, having the stability that you and the managers give them, is is support from the parents. Yeah, that's vital. Yeah, and in fairness, we have a great group of parents with the team. Um, we're we're in the process now. We're we're, we're trying to organise a trip away next year for the lads, so we'd meet with the parents. And a big thanks. We had our we had our celebration uh, down here in the community centre. And Lorraine and all the staff here set up a fantastic day for us. Uh, the whole team, parents, um, we we candy floss machines, burgers, hot dogs, um, yourselves with the, with the, I think with the, the brew chef, dog. The chef let you down, did he? No, no, no. Well, <laughs> the, the chef's able deputy who really, really knocked it out of the park. His burgers were amazing. But we had we had a great day down here on on the Sunday, just before the, the Sunday before the the festival of football started. We had a we had a big party down here for all the boys and the parents, and we actually had a little meeting there while we had them all together about organising a big trip oh, away good, yeah, next year yeah. for the boys. You know, so you got all the parents to agree with drink on. That's the yeah, point. yeah. We gave the parents a glass of wine or a bottle of beer each, and, uh, and they, they all, all said yes. They all agreed. Yeah. Um, you just mentioned there the festival of football. How successful was it? Um, building on last year was the, we've always Cambridge have always run a mini World Cup yeah and during Covid I think we talked about in the interview myself and Charlie there yeah, recently yeah, yeah. over a couple of jars we had an, I, I'd initially had an idea for a big festival of sport of some kind you know during Covid we were looking for stuff to do, to do yeah, coming yeah. out of Covid and then kind of emerged into just a festival of football but a festival for everyone yeah able bodies old young everyone and this year, building on last year, I think we had 500 kids from all ages and backgrounds. We had kids from, from refugee backgrounds. We had kids from direct provision. We had kids with special needs. We had kids with um, amputee. Uh, we had frame football. We'd, like, it was just the whole gamut was covered. It yeah, was the most, yeah. I think, as Charlie said in the last, yeah, last yeah, thing, Charlie. I think it's probably one of the most inclusive events in the country. Yeah, when you think of the the amount of people, like I think there was a thousand people in the park on Saturday. Wow! Between parents, volunteers, with five hundred kids, 
probably 150, 200 adults yeah. taking part, their participants. And that's without all the parents and volunteers yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah. So it was definitely, it was a huge, a huge, uh, huge thing for the a area. A huge operation. Yeah, it was phenomenal. And we had a lot of help from a lot of local organisations. Uh, yourselves down here in RICC. We had, um, like Google were our main sponsors, DCC. We had the FEI, we had RCSF, we had Neurodiversity, we had the Men's Shed, like the, all of And Danny O'Brien Comedy. Danny O'Brien, yeah, Danny gave us the end of his, uh, his, um, his blow-up venue. Yeah. So we had that there, and we, we had uh, we had five big inflatable sports, like we had the bungee run, we had we had a penalty shootout basketball, um, with brilliant stuff for the little kids, so for the bigger kids. Then we had a market, some of the local... Uh, traders. Some of the local traders. The, the, I, it's escaped me now, but the cupcakes um, the girls sold were just out of this world. Yeah. They were just on another level. And you know me, I have a sweet tooth, Dylan. That's but, it. That's but the it. markets, Amanda had, had her stall and um, a few of the other girls and, and lads had stalls. It was just, come here, it was, it was, it was like being at a festival, you know, like, like yeah. an electric picnic type yeah, thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. The park was buzzing. Yeah. We took over two huge areas in the park. Yeah. And um, to, big thanks to the Irish Town Stadium for, for accommodating us with we we had mobile toilet portable toilets we had yeah, power and you know stuff I mean? we, yeah we yeah. generators and power and it was just we, we ourselves and CY you know what I mean I mean there's 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 a long history with both clubs you know what yeah, I mean and, yeah. and and we'd kind of nearly be a feeder club for the for the adult Harsh, clubs yeah. not just CY yeah. but other other clubs in the area but there's a good link there now we've a progression strategy for girls to go into the girls football yeah. for lads to when they hit under 18s maybe to set up an under 19s team with CY with CY yeah, yeah. I mean there's great facilities down there now well it's been said for a long time over over in Ring's End and I remember talking to Charlie about it on the last show we had the trainer in along it must be 10 years ago now but there was there's no there should be no reason and David agreed David Donnelly agreed as well there should be no reason why kids have to leave Ring's End to better their football because yeah. it's such a and you look at that, them them uh, the old maps that are going around of, of ex-internationals yeah. um, from yeah. Ring's End like, phenomenal uh, there should be no reason why why, why, why kids need yeah. to leave um, we've another another huge feather in our cap now um We've uh, just come on board, just started last week. It was announced there um, in the last couple of months. Uh, we have Scott Foley as our new director of football. Yep. Scott's a, a huge yep. football man from from Pier Street. He's well no, known. You don't mention no, You yeah. don't have to mention No, but he, he's well known for for his exploits with Liffey's him, himself yeah, and Wembo. Yeah, no, I know, no. Himself no. and Wembo. And uh, also we have a new academy director. Cambridge have never had their own academy as such. Yeah. Like Now we, we're, 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 we're hoping to have like a little kickums. Like, yeah. like an academy our own academy Ken Brady who has a huge pedigree with, with, with some of the biggest um, academies in, in Ireland if not the country okay. and a great pedigree with the FEI he's a, a B licensed coach he's like himself and Scott are going to make such a fantastic team yeah. and they're going to help keep kids playing in, in, in the area yeah. and, and drive Cambridge on like I'm speaking of Cambridge um so it, the future's really bright for Cambridge at the minute, Absolutely. you know. We've, we've, we've great sponsors. We've we've Deck Pierce, who's a local lad, who's our yeah. Black Rock and Beats short sponsor. We have uh, Google have come on board to help us with 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 some. We've we've a new um, VO Sports camera that will help the director and the academy to yeah. record matches, analyze matches, and you know. I'm like, just glad that wasn't around when I was playing. Yeah. yeah. See how much you didn't run. It's black and white when you were playing, Dylan. Anyway, I think was it. No, that's great. And as you said, long live uh, Cambridge. It's it's getting yeah, it's, it's getting fine, stronger and yeah. stronger. But, but football in the area in general, like, I mean, 
the whole area is buzzing with football yeah. at the minute. And girls football, look what Abby Abby Larkin is doing yeah. for, for girls football and yeah. young John O'Sullivan, two former Cambridge players, by yeah, the way. Absolutely. Young John O'Sullivan awarded his first cap last week, his under 16s cap, um, following John. the footsteps of his uncle, I believe. I think his uncle got a cap 30 years ago. Uh, Patrick Kelch? Yeah, it was uh, now. Um, I'm not sure it was. But I know. I know Pato played League of Ireland. Yeah, Pato played for United actually at one stage. And yeah. um, you want Charlie in here now too yeah, to give yeah. you the background. No, on I just all know um, his granny Liz put up a post, and I remember saying, "Well, it was Liz's brother." It was Liz's brother. She put up a picture of the, the two of them, thirty or thirty-five years apart. Very good. Um, but th- that's huge, and, and Abby, like Abby Scorn, are, are forced into yeah, goal there. Really little header. Yeah, <laughs> it was a beaut. Yeah, it was yeah. A well worked goal. It was, it was well played. Like it was played played. Across goal and back across for it was, a, it, was a, it was a striker's goal. Yeah, so was, she yeah, she made was. her mind up right But they're the two great kids in the area and yeah. two, two great kids who started with Cambridge, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and then you've all, of course, you've, you've uh, Dano and um, Dano Kelly. Dano and, and, and Sean, and you know what I mean? And then even Dano McGuinness going yeah. on, on with the CY. Yeah, so that's huge for the CY. Dano's a fantastic lad. Yeah. I mean, his, his football pedigree speaks for itself, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, it's, it's definitely healthy healthy um, yeah. area for football. And, yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, Keith, thanks very much for coming thanks in. Thanks for having us, Dale, anytime. And um, we'll see you. We'll see and hopefully, you we get uh, Scott and, and Kenny in to have a little chat one day. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. welcome. Um, if you do want to contact us regarding any football matters or any matters for that, you can contact uh, Rick's news desk on RECC. Uh, or you can contact us on rickradio2020 at gmail.com that's recradio2020 at gmail.com okay thanks Keith thanks Dylan cheers my thanks to our guest today Keith O'Brien from Cambridge Football Club and Jill Doyle director of the National Performing Arts School which is MPAS my thanks also to Dylan Clayton for the interview with Keith and on sound and editing hope you have a great week we'll be back with another episode of Rings End Irish Town Community Centres news next Monday bye from myself Mick Handy take care